Yes, you heard the six bombs on the wall. I'm Mike Fisher, your trusty and trusted reporter. This is the fishbowl. That is the star. Straight dope, no bullshit. Let's get to it. And tonight, <clears throat> there's nothing uh, grosser than an old man wearing a ball cap where it's still somewhat flat build. Let me tell you, young kids at home, you get this wet. It's cardboard in there. You get it wet. You put a rubber band around it. And you let it sit overnight. And the next thing you know, oh, you could look like this if you want to, but you won't look like a ball player. You'll look like Dan Quinn. Or you could go flat bill, but then you're going to look like uh, some dipstick. You roll it. And yes, you wear a ball cap with the bill in front because it's to shade your eyes. Unless you have, playing baseball, unless you have eyes on your neck, in which case, by all means, wear your hat backwards. Here we go with the top 10, and we're giving away the big cowboy hat tonight, by the way. The big, gigantic cowboy hat. And Marsha, uh, producer of this show, who doubles as my lover, <laughs> will throw a dart and uh, maybe pick your name. So here we go. And by the way, the balloting is closed. You must subscribe to the program and the voting booth is closed. You can, however, contribute with your uh, comments, your questions, and your criticisms. Only three slappies allowed per night, and away we go. Stephen and Jerry, we keep saying item one. Stephen and Jerry, as if they're one guy. As if if they're Siamese twins. Twins? They're they're not Siamese. They're not twins. Uh, They're father and son. They do not think in lockstep. And it's hilarious that people think, Stephen and Jerry, like it's all one word. S-T-E-P-H-E-N-A-N-D-J-E-R-R-Y. All one word. They don't think the same things all the time. They disagree all the time. They argue all the time. And then, like every other organization, they, they're going to work it out. In Washington, Josh Harris, the new owner, and Adam Peters, the new general manager, and Dan Quinn, uh, they're they're going to like hammer things out. Just that that's what organizations do. So we've got this meme out there now. This meme, this theme, this rumor. Stephen and Jerry like Zimmer, and somebody else likes him, and somebody else. They haven't even interviewed the guys yet. Why don't we give them just a little bit of breathing room, shall we? Stephen and Jerry, let's get let's give them just a little bit of breathing room. They don't have to do courtesy interviews, you know for defensive coordinator, if Steven and Jerry are completely set on Zimmer, they can just hire him. They don't have to interview anybody else. Let them breathe. Steven and Jerry is not one word. They are not one guy. They are not in conflict yet with what Will thinks or with McCarthy thinks because they don't think anything yet because they haven't interviewed everybody yet. <laughs> Item two. I do believe that McCarthy, after surviving nicely the Dan Quinn situation where he he helped hire, by the way, that was a Jerry Stephen McClay McCarthy hire. It worked out pretty well, didn't it? I was talking to somebody today. I said, worked out pretty well, didn't it? And he goes, well, I gave up 48 points. Guys, <laughs> if, if we're just going to go by don't hire somebody because of how their team did in their last game. We can't hire any of these slappies. 
every one of these guys lost their last game. In fact, hate to do this to you, but this is why I win so many debates on the subject of this, because I'm old and I'm smart. We all agree that Jimmy Johnson should be hired as a consultant for the Cowboys, right? No, not as the general manager. He's 81 years old. No, not as a coach. He's 81 years old. He doesn't want to get off his boat. He doesn't want to get off his dock. But as a consultant, what was Jimmy's last score of his last game? Look it up. And if you're going to do that to Quinn or Vrabel or Zimmer or anybody else, Nobody lost, unless my memory's faded. Maybe I should look that up. Marsha, do you want to look that up? No, you don't have to. Uh, plenty of people will. Am I mistaken? Is my memory serving me properly? Jimmy Johnson goes to Miami. Again, this is Jimmy Genius. And I will stand corrected uh, if, if I'm getting my facts uh a little bit a little bit wrong but if you go off if you judge jimmy only by what happened in miami well you can't hire him because they didn't get it done in miami in my mind's eye i think jim, i think they gave up 63 points in his last game in the playoffs am i right again egg on my face if i'm wrong 63. Oh, I am wrong. Son of a B. It was 62. The Miami Dolphins lost 62 to 7 in Jimmy's final game. So therefore, you can't possibly hire Jimmy to be a consultant because look at what he did in his last game. Be fair and be smart. Be fair and be smart. Same thing with, uh, and I finally had to put this on Twitter. I couldn't stand it anymore. If you are picking your, your favorite, who should be the defensive coordinator? Because you saw a video of him. I said that this morning. Because you've seen a video of him for 15 seconds yelling at everybody. <laughs> You're a moron. Every single coach. Tony Dungy once yelled at somebody. I mean, you know, once. All the coaches yell at somebody. All the teachers yell at somebody. They all give a hug. They all give a pat on the back. They all give a kick in the ass. They all can go to the chalkboard. It's 15 seconds. It's a 15-second snippet that is convincing the world what they are. These are complex human beings with DNA and molecules and chromosomes and 10 toes. and Very, very complicated uh, humans, these people. So they're not just about a 15-second snippet. <laughs> Item three. Does Mike Vrabel want a piece of this? Do the Cowboys want a piece of him? Who's his agent? Is he any good? How did he perform when he was a coordinator? Uh, does the head coach, is, is that the one? Mike Vrabel is 48. Has been a head coach, has been successful. Certainly relatively successful. Is that the one that McCarthy would go, I don't know if I want to look over my shoulder every day at Mike Vrabel. I say this about the Cowboys search. If you're going to search, you search. And you don't have to do 72-year-old Pete Carroll if you want to. 
But you got to do, you, you got to call 48-year-old Mike Vrabel. Max, some of us saw Zimmer in training camp and he continued to have success. And, and I would be okay with him. And again, I appreciate your bias. You'll notice, I'm going to repeat this from this morning. There's nobody around here that's known Mike Zimmer better and longer, not, not better. There's nobody around here that's known Mike Zimmer longer than I have at different times better than I did. But I'm not stumping for Mike Zimmer. Dean Graham, you got anybody you want to hire for defensive coordinator? It would benefit me and my job if it's Mike Zimmer. But I don't know how Mike Zimmer interviews at age 67. I don't know what he wants to do. I don't know what he's going to say. I don't know what Wink Martindale is going to say if he sits down for a visit. I don't know how Ron Rivera is going to interview. So we're sitting here in our silver and blue chairs pretending like we know shit. And that's just ain't me. Uh, Diana Rossini reports, and she's, she's laughing about it, but her source was not laughing when he told her Mike Vrabel's problem is he's too muscular. What? She says, yeah, it, uh, there, there's people in the NFL who are uncomfortable because he's too big. Now he's 6'4", what do you think he is? 6'4", I know he's 6'4". 6'4", 250? This is football. 6'4", 250 is too big? How big's Dan? And I'm not, I'm with Diana. I'm saying some moron who runs an NFL team doesn't want to hire Mike Vrabel because he takes up too much space in his airline seat? Dan Campbell's a big man. Andy Reid's a big man. So you wouldn't hire Andy Reid because he doesn't fit comfortably. Andy Reid, he must need, when he gets on the plane, he, he probably needs an extension, one of those seatbelt extensions, which is kind of always kind of sad when you see that. So you wouldn't hire Andy Reid. He's too big. You wouldn't hire Mike McCarthy, too big. Diana can't do this, and I respect why she can't, and I know why she can't. That moron needs to be exposed. That person who's helping to run an NFL team who thinks that I can't hire Mike Vrabel, he's too big. It should be exposed. That's slapdickery at its finest. Item four. All right, let's get to the thumbnail. I think this was a Bobby Belt on 105.3 The Fan. And I'm all about, you, you know this. Hey, let's spitball. Let's brainstorm. There's no bad ideas. So Bobby throws this out. Big buck down. Recycle their new blood. I don't care. Just get us wins. Now we're talking. Recycled, just recycled can mean experienced. New blood can mean he doesn't know what he's doing yet. If it was so easy to just know, oh, I know, it's, he's the one. That's it. If it was so easy, then the Cowboys would be 12 and 5 and actually win playoff games if it was so easy to pinpoint which coaches were going to win. Uh in well, we'll get to the we'll get to a little bit of messiness in Washington in a moment. So here's Bobby's throwing this out there. Would you? Just a would you. Shadow Wolf, Uncle Fish Premium. I don't care if people need extender seatbelts as long as they don't roll over onto me. Well, believe me, when I'm on an airplane, 
I'm not making Google eyes with the with the skinny lady that's walking down the aisle because I want to flirt with her. I'm making Google eyes with her saying, it's open seating. You're more than welcome, skinny. Skinny mini, come sit next to me. Don't get jealous, sugar. Don't get jealous. You're right. I don't want Andy Reid. We've met Andy Reid's lovely wife, right? I want Andy Reid's wife to sit next to me. I want Andy Reid to go back there by the turlets. <laughs> you call the bears. Shut up, Luis Torres. You call the bears. And you offer them Micah for the number one pick in the draft. Diddly, diddly, dink. You do what? Well, the thinking in part is you're getting ready to have to pay Micah Parsons $30 million a year. You could avoid that. Pass that on to them. Bring in a rookie contract quarterback. And then, of course, the next chapter of this is if you're going to trade for Caleb Williams or whoever the number one pick is, I know a lot of you are already going, Caleb Williams, that crybaby. Then what are you going to do with Dak? I mean, I guess you trade Dak. And therefore, in this, as you're putting these puzzle pieces together, you're calling the Bears. You're giving Micah to the Bears for Caleb Williams. And then you can't, you can't have Caleb Williams and Dak both sitting around here, right? So you trade Dak Prescott. You've got to deal with the $59 million inescapable cap hit. And you're going to have growing pains for a year. Ramon, that would take some big cojones. The whole thing, wouldn't it? Here's, here's my conclusion on it. But it is food. It's good food for thought. And I think I think Bobby and the guys did a good job on, hey, let, let's just spitball. There's one condition under which I would absolutely do it. One and and maybe one only. I'm Jerry Jones. And Will McClay comes to me and says, guys. We got to call the Bears. Now, sidebar to this, didn't the Bear, didn't they have Roquan Smith and they dumped him because they didn't want to pay him? So if they didn't want to pay Roquan Smith, why do they want to pay Micah? Uh, Jose Morales, Uncle Fish Premium, you, you'd need more picks than that. For the sake of this argument, though, let's just do this. I think the Bears would say, no, we're not giving you more than that. That's, that's the richest prize in sports. The number one overall pick and a quarterback. If Will McClay comes to me and says, he's Mahomes. He's the next Mahomes. I virtually guarantee it. I wish that he would say, I absolutely guarantee it. But fine, I absolutely guarantee it. He's Mahomes. Well, then you do it, right? Then you give them whatever they want for the next Mahomes. Because as we've seen, the real next Mahomes gives you a window of success, unlike almost anybody. And the window is the window's just now starting on Pat Mahomes, incredibly. I mean, he's he's not half done. Six straight AFC championship games for Patrick Mahomes.
and Super Bowl success as well. So that's my condition. Prove to me that he's that, and I'll move mountains to get him. Otherwise, Caleb Williams, isn't he a crapshoot? That's the downside of it. Item five, got a little messy in D.C. these last couple days. There goes Dan Quinn, and Joe Witt goes with him. No problem there. They hire, and I told you the other day, uh, the hot hire is still the lean, handsome, white offensive coordinator with cool sunglasses and a little five o'clock shadow. And Cliff Kingsbury is back. Here he comes. And Kingsbury, we, we know him a little bit from his Texas Tech days. Uh, my son went there. A lot of football guys, a lot of the football players, popular guy there. All good. I, I'm, I, nothing against Cliff Kingsbury. That's all fine. But they hired Cliff Kingsbury while the incumbent offensive coordinator, Eric Bieniemy was still like sitting in his office. They really did this morning have two offensive coordinators at the same time. Now, Dan Quinn, it was left to Dan Quinn to go down the hall, my understanding is, and have a meeting with EB and tell him, listen, I think you're great. Uh, another place and another time, but this is the way we're going to go. That's a little messy. Stink Floyd, did the Cowboys get a chance to interview Joe Witt? They did not. He declined because, number one, I think he saw the writing on the wall around here. They, they are leaning, as we've told you, towards getting a defensive coordinator, not only who's experienced, but maybe even one who's a head coach. And two, he had his offer sitting there in Washington. So why diddle dick around here and maybe not get this job when you got that job there? So, and you, I don't know if I want to blame Dan Quinn for that. Maybe Adam Peters should have fired Eric Bannemey. Maybe, maybe Josh Harris should have fired Eric Bannemey. That, that's, a, that's a weird day for Dan Quinn to have to go walk down the hallway to an offensive coordinator who's employed here, who he doesn't even know, and tell him, oh, boy, can you hurry up and get your boxes out of here? Because Cliff's, Cliff's standing out here with his boxes. Awkward. Bill, get the enemy to the star. To do what? What would Eric Bieniemy do here? I don't understand. Jim Laws, Dan Quinn's a traitor. <laughs> no, no, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> he moved from being a defensive coordinator to being a head coach. That's not a traitor. That's called a promotion. Item six, bro, bro, mama drama. We've got the story up at CowboysSI.com right now. The visit with C.D. Lamb, in which he says, when it comes to talent and chemistry, me and Dak are one of the best, if not the best, quarterback-receiver combos in the league. He had an opportunity to say other things. He, he had the opportunity to say, oh, I mean, Dak's good, but my mom... Dak's good, but Dak's brother. It's still a problem at the family picnic when when 
when when all the fam when everybody gets together, somebody's still going to have to talk to bro bro mama about the bro bro mama drama. But that indicates to me that when it comes to Dak and Ceedee Lamb themselves, they probably have already talked about it. They probably giggled about it, <clears throat> and hopefully in the locker room, that's the end of that. Not on Twitter. It'll never stop on Twitter. Jay Bird, uh, does the hiring of Cliff tell us that Washington is interested in Caleb? I, I do think that that, that, uh, that connection is pretty obvious. Now, it's up to the Bears. They still haven't figured out what they're going to do with Justin Fields. Um, the idea of dangling Justin Fields to Atlanta exists out there. AJ, $5 pitching. You think Jerry will make any big moves until certain dates like the Super Bowl? This is a good one. The NFL, and I've covered, uh, this is 34 years of the Cowboys, 40 years covering the NFL. 40. I covered my first Super Bowl when uh, the Broncos and John Elway went to the first Super Bowl. So that's 1986. How long ago is that? Is that 38 years ago? I don't know. Thirty-eight years ago, I went to my first Super Bowl. I think I've been to twenty-five of them since. And yes, every year the league absolutely urges member teams. Um, can you can you kind of keep it in your pants here while we while we let this week be about the Super Bowl teams? And it's a great theory. It's a great request, and and you try to honor it, <clears throat> and then stuff happens. So, do I think the Cowboys? Um, do I think the league would like the Cowboys to not do anything newsy this week? I think the league, the league would like that just fine. Are the Cowboys going to stop from hiring their guy because the league wants to emphasize the 49ers and the Chiefs? Cowboys are going to hire their guy when they hire their guy. Watch, watch it. They don't have to hold a press conference at the, at the Super Bowl, but the Cowboys will hire their guy when they hire their guy. Trust me. Uh, Paul Gale, your math is getting better. Yeah, I'm practicing. Kenneth Easley, Fish, I'm sorry if I missed it. What's your opinion on the possibility of, the, uh, of Wink Martindale? Brian Broaddus has reported that he's in the mix, and that's all we know so far. Uh, and in terms of big moves, by the way, yeah, free agency doesn't start until the middle of March, if that's what we're talking about. So, AJ, that I, I, I maybe misinterpreted your thing. The Cowboys can't sign... Uh, free agents, big money free agents this week, but a big move of hiring staff, big move, they could do that. By the way, with all due respect to the power of America's team and the possibility of hiring a Mike Zimmer, I don't know that that exactly sends the Super Bowl off its rails. Oh no, they, st they stole the thunder of Patrick Mahomes and the 49ers because Mike Zimmer is uh, probably not that. I mean, it's a big deal to us, you know. I don't think the whole world's going to crumble because the Cowboys announced this week that they hired a defensive coordinator. <laughs> Item seven, hat winner. So this magnificent hat, it's yay big. It The top of it looks like a cowboy hat, like a yippee ki John Wayne. And we've got ourselves a winner. And what we did, we do Friday prize days. And we'll do it again this week. Uh, Friday prize days this week, by the way, will be from Las Vegas. Maybe I'll give away a slot machine. <laughs> I don't know. So Friday prize days 
all you have to do is uh, to is be a subscriber, and then you had to put the you had to type in the code. You didn't have to be active and present to win because you could have typed in the code all weekend long. And Marsha hands me the winner because she throws a dart. And you, sir, Gerardo Valladolid. Gerardo. Geraldo, Gerardo Valladolid from Fort Worth, Texas. Congratulations. Boy, that hat's going to look good on you. Uh, Gerardo Valladolid, or if you prefer, my Spanish, Gerardo Valladolid. Congrats. And thanks to uh, how many, what, thousands, thousands, and thousands of people participated, like millions of thousands. Item eight. Oh, uh, Gerardo Valladolid. Email me at dbmrfish19 at yahoo.com. dbmrfish19 at yahoo.com. And you will be taken care of my fine, fine Fort Worth friend. More uh, prizes to be given away out of the prize closet in Las Vegas on Friday. Item eight. I can't remember if I said this this morning or not. So, uh, and I didn't have time to look it up. But in the thumbnail this morning, you saw Sean Lee on a mountaintop with the lovely Megan and with Dak and with his lovely sweetheart. And now you know why Dak didn't go to the Pro Bowl. He went to the mountaintop. And now you know why Sean Lee doesn't want to coach linebackers. <laughs> Sean, we'd like to pay you, I don't know, I, I don't know, a couple hundred thousand dollars. Come to Dallas. We need you right now. Come start grinding film. We need you to watch a uh, hundred college linebackers file reports on them. Uh, tell Megan that you, you know you'll, you're coming into work about seven a.m. You'll be home about ten p.m. Tell Megan hang in there. I know she's been putting up with this for ten years, uh, but hang in there, honey. I'm only going. What, what's Sean Lee? Probably thirty-five years old. I'm only going to do this for thirty more years, and then we'll start traveling. Sean Lee owns a, uh, Sean and Megan own a lovely home downtownish that he invested in a long time ago. They're smart. He owns another lovely home in, frankly, uh, he, he could take a bicycle and go to training camp almost. And they're traveling. So Sean, so the next time that you ask me, why didn't Sean Lee become the linebacker coach? I'm just going to show you a picture of Sean Lee on a mountaintop and that'll explain it. By the way, very much the same thing goes, why doesn't Michael Irvin be the receiver coach? Why doesn't Tony Romo be the quarterback coach? Why doesn't Troy Aikman coach tight ends? Because they make, some of those guys make $20 million playing golf half the year. That's why. <laughs> Item nine, and this is not funny, and this is, uh, uh, this is applicable. Applicable? Applicable. Applicable. To everything we do, as far as I'm concerned. Carlos, buenos dias, Senor Pescado. I love to use my Espanol. I was the president of the high school Spanish club when I was 13. <laughs> that's true. I know it's true. And how did I lose it? I had to be fairly fluent in Spanish to be the president of the Spanish club. And now, I mean, I, all I know about it is I, I like nachos. That's the closest. <laughs> Let's just say I eat too many nachos. That's all I know about Spanish nowadays. 
Patrick Mahomes' dad. Oh, I got something. All right. Uh, my producer, Marsha, who doubles as my lover. Stop that. Spill it out. What do you got? He was pulled over for an expired license tag. This past time. That's why he was pulled over. And he had an open beer course in his cup holder. Allegedly. And he had just left the bar where he had had beers. Allegedly. So this is Patrick Mahomes Sr.'s latest arrest. Correct. Down Tyler Way, which is where he's from that area. And, of course, his son is from that area. Patrick Sr. played Major League Baseball, pitcher, uh, Mets, Texas Rangers, etc. This is sad. But it's but it's... It, it, it makes you sad, but it also should make you mad. So uh, Marsha is telling us that the, the allegation here is he just got pulled over for a, 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 a license sticker. Okay. He gets pulled over all the time down Tyler way. One report, allegedly he's, he hasn't had three DUIs, DWIs. He's had at least six. And then there's that time he went to a TCU football game. Ooh, that was bad. And then there's the open container over there. That was bad. And then there's the driving drunk, allegedly, through a school zone on his phone. That's the hat trip. Driving drunk through a school zone, probably speeding, on your phone. And this one was, he had been at a bar, under the influence, almost certainly drove, allegedly, leaving the bar under the influence, and then had an open container. <laughs> and uh, something wrong with his license plate. By the way, he gets pulled over all the time for not having a driver's license. Gets pulled over all the time, and he doesn't have a driver's license. The reason this kind of thing concerns me is because, and, and should you, I got kids, I got grandkids. I bring this up with cowboy players who've gotten in this kind of trouble, especially when they do it more than once, frankly. Not in my neighborhood, dumbass. Don't come, don't, don't come through my school zone drunk with an open container on your phone speeding. Cindy, call an Uber, Mr. Mahomes. This is this is this is when you know it's an addiction. Not only does Patrick Mahomes Sr. have he had some level of income, he played major league baseball. His son could afford to hire him a driver. And surely would. They have a relationship. They are not estranged. Uh, dad goes to the games. In fact, we're gonna get to that in a minute, too. He he probably has a driver. He probably has a driver, but he's got to call him, and he doesn't call him. And again, even if he doesn't have a driver, he's got Uber. He can put it on his son's credit card if he doesn't have any money. He's got an addiction. I get it. It's tragic, but he's going to kill somebody. So it's sad that he's got an addiction. It's tragic. That's the sad part. The mad part is he better not kill my family. And I bet you feel the same way. But the judge, because he had $10,000 bail, $10,000, by the way, which isn't very much considering the circumstance. 
well, ten thousand dollars bail. Well, his that's easy. Yeah, for him. Sure. His son's got that in his pocket. The judge is saying if he wants to, which he does, he can go to the Super Bowl. Where's the Super Bowl at, Marsha? Las Vegas, Texas. Las Vegas, Nevada. Patrick Holmes Sr. with multiple, 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 multiple DUIs, open container, Speeding without a license, drunk in Las Vegas. What could go wrong? And item 10. And we're going to uh, dig into this tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning will be a notebook from the star, like live. Jerry is pinpointed for 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 all the the generic and general. Uh, 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 Miss Marsh, I'm all in. Uh, we're gonna push push the hell out of this. Uh, uh, I need specifics. Yeah, but what are you gonna do? Like when you when you watch the Green Bay game, what did you see? And we're going to get into that. Breakfast at Fishinies tomorrow, 7.20 a.m. And then I'm getting on a plane and going to Las Vegas. And we will do, uh, I, I might have to move the morning time. Those training camp morning times are a little rough. That's 7.20 your time. That's 5.20, Cali. It's the same in Las Vegas. That's what I'm saying. Oh. I may have to, chef. I may have to do 7.20 Vegas time, 9.20 Central time. If you don't like it, Lump it. And then, uh, of course, we'll do uh, Fish at Six as well. And we will be on Radio Row. I've been invited to set up camp on Radio Row. The beauty is, if you're in radio, and you and you have to do it on Radio Row. It's the law. Me? I can do it by the pool. I can do it over at Paris Hilton's pad. Uh, I, I can do it from practice. I can do whatever I want. So come with us to Las Vegas, would you please? And uh, a vehicle to get there is CowboysSI.com. Fish.